Welcome to your Breakthrough Blueprint. I'm your host, Becky Oste, a wife, mom, and trauma-informed marriage coach. After a decade of trying all the mainstream modalities of healing to save my marriage, I found myself two kids later separated and on the verge of divorce. That's when I stumbled upon the unconventional game changer of somatic work that not only resurrected my dying marriage, but bled into breakthroughs in my parenting, purpose, spirituality, health, wealth, business, and more in just six months. My intention with this podcast is simple. Through every weekly episode, my goal for you is that one, you realize how insanely collective our struggles are, that you're not even close to alone. Two, that you can laugh a little because God knows we need it. And three, that you walk away with actionable advice on how to design your unique blueprint for your breakthrough life. So get your earbuds in, grab your coffee so you can sit back, relax, and enjoy today's episode. friends. We're so excited. Uh, For today's episode, I have a really good friend of mine on the podcast today, Nat, who I'm going to let introduce herself in a minute, but just my personal, you know, heart for Nat. I want you guys to know how special she is to me. She's my business bestie. We met through the same coaching program. We're mentored um, at the beginning of our businesses way back in the day and met that way. And we're an immediate connection, have become great friends outside of business since. And, uh, you know, I'm just so excited to catch up with her today. So Nat, tell everyone who you are and what you do. Thank you so much for that warm welcome, Becky. I really appreciate it. So my name is Nat Riley, and I am the owner and creator of the Empath Academy and my new project, which is called Indigo Women, which is what I'm super excited to talk about with you today. We haven't caught up in a while, so I'm really excited to share everything super fresh. Um, But Indigo Women is a space for divinely and intuitively guided old souls. So it's an acronym, (laughs) intentional network of divinely and intuitively guided old souls. So that's what Indigo stands for. And so it's specifically for women who really feel as though they live their lives guided by basically this like inner compass, this inner voice that, um, taps them on the shoulder or kind of like speaks to the back of their mind or gives them gut feelings about things. And they really live very connected to their intuition. Um, And I identify as an indigo woman in that way. So I've also learned that there's specific blocks that come with this way of functioning. So it can come in the form of limiting beliefs. Those blocks can come in the form of self-doubt. Um, there's so many things that can block us from really tapping into our intuition, but once we do have like a full grasp, a total connection to our intuition, so much of life opens up to us, including abundance, opportunities, beautiful, healthy relationships, whether they're friendships or intimate relationships, etc. Um, and so I'm very, very passionate in helping women strengthen their connection to that intuitive higher self and also remove the blocks that might hold them back from living life in that space. I am really excited to dive into that and just answer the question of what is abundance and demystifying this like very woo word for so many people and giving some people practicals today of how can I 
increase abundance flowing into my life, whether that is in your health, wealth, relationships, spirituality, business. And so Nat is the woman to speak about this. I knew I had to have her on for this topic. But before we dive deep, just catch me up real quick because I miss you and I want to know what's going on. Where are you? How's the lover boy? Oh my gosh. Well, (laughs) it's so appropriate that we're talking about abundance because I've been absolutely swimming in it lately. Um, actually for the last few years, ever since I started my business and I'm trying to figure out exactly where to start this story, but I'll start from when I began digital nomading. So when I was a kid, it was always a dream of mine to travel the world. Like I was obsessed with maps and globes and like learning the countries and figuring out, okay, where, where can I go and how can I get there? And so finally, um, after I had started my business during the pandemic, I had ran my business, you know, from my apartment for a year. And then when the world opened up again, I was like, all right, this is my chance. I'm going to book a plane ticket and I'm going to go to Peru for three weeks. And I'm going to finally like go see a little bit of the world. Well, three weeks turned into three months, turned into nine months, turned into two years. And before I knew it, I was traveling the world for two years and just fulfilling my dream as a digital no- digital nomad in South America, Europe, and Asia. Um, and throughout that entire journey, I set an intention um, back in July of 2022. Um, I have this special point in my hometown of Cleveland, Ohio, where I go and I, I say my prayers. It's I call it manifestation point. And it's a sacred um, Indian reservation like area. And I don't know the full story other than that the natives used to come here and and hold ceremony. And so I've always found it to be a really magical spot. So back in July of 2022, I went with my best friend and I told the spirits there, I said, and you don't have to believe in spirits, by the way, like I just want to put that out there. I just like the idea of spirits. Um, but I, I put it out there. I said, uh, I'm ready to meet my German husband. And why I said German and not like Spanish or like Portuguese or, you know, somewhere where like learning the language would be easier. I chose German mostly because I've been really obsessed with the German social system for a long time. I don't know. I, for whatever reason, think that it's brilliant. So I was like, send me my German husband. And then, um, I went to Germany in September and reconnected with someone that I had met on the road like seven months earlier, very, very briefly. We fell madly, stupidly in love. Um, He is just the most wonderful human on the entire planet. Um, So emotionally intelligent and kind and funny. And uh, he's a firecracker like I am, which is really fun and keeps everything exciting. But uh, I've moved to Germany. So, well... Okay. I'm in transition to moving to Germany. I am a resident in the EU, but it's complicated. Turns out moving to a foreign country is complicated. But <laughs> as of right now, um, I'm, you know, enjoying this this transitional time in Europe. And uh yeah, I'm coming at you from Munich today. Oh, I love it. I love it. Guys, it's been so fun to get all the updates of when she reconnected with this guy and she's sending me pictures and like my belly is flip flopping. I've got all the butterflies. 
And it was in between bachelor season. So she was like my real, my reality show in between seasons. It was amazing. And I'm so happy for you, my friend. So let's dive in to abundance. You just painted a beautiful picture of how your life is a living testimony of abundance, a definition of it. But why don't we define it? How do you define abundance, Nat Riley? Oh, man. Well, (laughs) it was funny. I was... I was thinking about abundance today, not even because of this podcast. It was just something that kind of popped in my head. And I was like, you know, the number one way to feel abundance in life is to be grateful for what you already have. So I would really define abundance as gratitude because every last person listening to this podcast is abundant, whether they realize it or not. Like you could live in a brown paper bag and still feel abundant if you have the right mindset for it. And the mindset is just genuinely being thankful for every single thing that you already have because it opens your heart for more opportunities and you'll be able to see all of the opportunities for additional abundance in the future. But life is happening in the now. So you have to appreciate what you have right now in order to feel abundance and create abundance in your life. And I know you're a deep woman and I know you know about, you know, energy and that it's more than just like a cute cross stitch pillow that says gratitude, you know, like what Mm -hmm. is it if we could even geek out a little bit more and dig in that a little bit deeper? What about being grateful creates more abundance? Oh my gosh. So first of all, I love that question. Thank you. Um, And this is one of the million reasons I love talking to you. So there's so many layers to this. There's the mental, there's the emotional, there's the spiritual, there's the energetic. So I'll start with the mental. My background is in psychology. So I studied art therapy and psychology, and I've remained a passionate student of psychology ever since I graduated college 12 years ago. And one of the things that is just proven again and again and again is that Whatever we choose to think primes our brain to filter our experiences. So if you choose to have this positive mindset, if you choose to say thank you to every little thing that comes your way, you are going to prime yourself to filter life through this abundance filter. So It starts with the mind. And this is like scientific, like your neurons get wired differently. Like the actual gray matter of your brain changes when you say thank you to the people around you, to the circumstances around you. I get in this habit, not all the time, but relatively consistently where I'll wake up in the morning and I'll write down three things I'm grateful for as soon as I wake up. Because I know that that's going to form connections in my brain that has me looking for more things to be grateful for. So that's where it comes from mentally is like, you have to make that decision first of I'm going to be grateful. There's also that mind body connection, which of course, Becky, you are like fully rooted in, which is beautiful. And the mind body connection is probably one of the most powerful tools that human beings can tap into. And we walk around with a all day long, right? Like you don't even have to go out and buy a tool. Like you are a living tool when your mind and body are connected. So what happens from that more energetic space is that 
you actually change the frequency of your heart center. And I know it sounds woo-woo, but this is something that is being backed by science. You really have to look for the scientific evidence, but it's something that is really fascinating. A lot of like people who are into all the quantum stuff. So there's more and more people looking into this, but we actually strengthen our heart frequency when we adjust our lens to focus on gratitude, positivity, love, connection, whatever it is. And when we change our frequency, we're actually able to change the circumstances around us. So it begins with us deciding to see the good and deciding to see what we like. And eventually it filters into that heart center and actually shifts reality. So that's why I'm sure Becky, you know, you talk about this in your program, like it doesn't take two people to change the dynamics of a relationship. It takes one person to align their stuff and all of a sudden everything in their world changes and it changes the other people in their life. The other people in their life are like, how did you do that? And how can I get on that wavelength? Same with gratitude. When you can have that really grateful heart energy, it shifts the space around you so that it can become more abundant. One of the most beautiful shifts I've seen is actually with my partner, where for a really long time, he lived in a lot of clutter and he was really bogged down by a lot of work. He is a very hard worker. And so he was always really immersed in probably too many projects, stretching his his uh, his energy really really thin. And so he wound up in a very cluttery house. Um, But what happened is that when the work was done and the projects closed and he decided, you know what, my head was too, it was too down. I wasn't looking up to see all the the beauty and the joy and the love around me. So I'm going to free myself of all of this work burden. I'm not going to take on any more projects. And I'm going to focus on just really enjoying the fruits of my labors and, and enjoying what I have. And in that, he immediately became a less messy person. It wasn't even something that intentionally, he was he didn't set out to become less messy. He set out to shift his perspective and all of a sudden his environment changed. And that's just a very small example, but that's the power of changing your mind, changing your heart, and then changing your energy and the energy around you. So good. Yeah. And I, that was one of the most liberating like discoveries you could call it was, oh my God, I can shift my entire relationship. Like even if my husband isn't on board in the way that I expect him to be on board and seeing me get to that deep subconscious place of, you know, learning how to move energy through my body that was stuck for years. I didn't even realize how much my body was carrying and shifting my energy invited this totally new dance. And it's one of the most empowering thing I hear from other women. So thank you for sharing that. Cause so many are like, wait, I, my husband's not on board. Like, can I change the relationship? Yes, you can. It's like the best kept secret. Um, So what would you say, that's a great definition of abundance. And I love that you just made it simple. It's gratitude. Yeah. In that simple answer, you went very deep and like, but there's quantum physics and so much behind gratitude. It's not just, you know, the cliche, be grateful. So what would you say is the opposite of abundance? Scarcity, for sure. 
And it's really cool. I want to comment on what you just said, where you, you realized you had so much power within you and it really took clearing out all the stuff that isn't you, right? In order to really discover your power, you have to get rid of the things that are not you, your trauma, your, you know, like the stuff that your inner child is still carrying, like whatever it is, you have to clear out what isn't you. And then you come back to the space of being able to create circumstances and joy and love exactly as you are. And so I would say that scarcity is the opposite. And the reason why anybody in this world has a mindset of scarcity is because they're carrying stuff in their body. They're carrying past relationships. They're carrying fears. They're carrying, you know, random things that happened to them. That one time the deer ran out in front of them, you know, while they were driving and they got scared, they're still carrying it. And the more that you carry, the more that you pile on, the more you're going to feel as though there's not enough in this world. And you're also going to feel like you're not enough. And if you feel like you're not enough, it reflects in everything you do, say, feel. So scarcity is the opposite of abundance, but scarcity can be cleared out of our system and we can release the things that aren't us. And that scarcity tends to dissipate when you do that. We're going to take a quick pause from this episode to introduce our sponsor for today. The Root to Rise Marriage Coaching Program, which is my four-month group coaching container, is designed for highly ambitious women ready to heal the fear of abandonment, reclaim connection, and find clarity in their relationship by moving trauma out of the body. Previous clients have healed their relationship after infidelity, reclaimed their safety and power after abuse, healed intimacy blocks, and found peace and clarity after decades of being terrorized by the never-ending anxiety of should I stay or should I go. This program is for you if you've already invested in all the mainstream modalities of healing, therapy, couples counseling, EMDR, books, podcasts, yoga, prayer, you name it and are still finding yourself spinning your wheels, full of head knowledge, but not feeling any different in your relationship. We're currently in high demand for applications into our Root to Rise program, so if you'd like to explore if and how we can help you, click the link in the show notes to apply to speak with our team. So with scarcity, how did that show up in your life? What's like a moment that stands out of like, this was me in an energy of scarcity? That's such a good question. I have to go back in time a little bit because it's been a moment. <laughs> That's my favorite thing for people um, to say on their podcast. That's such a good question. I'm like, oh, yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I think that I have to go. I think I have to go back in time to when I used to work at a bank. Did you know I used to work at a bank? Could you imagine that? I did not. I cannot imagine that. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's like the opposite of what I picture you in oh my god it's one of my favorite things to tell people I love the look on their face um I used to be an investigator so it was actually like it was more interesting than banking I actually investigated um weird financial activity so I would have to do like little deep dives on people and look up their social media and figure out who they were and what they were doing and it was very big brother. Um, and I was grateful to get out of that space. 
But at the time, um, it was the highest paying job that I had ever had. So this was the last corporate job that I had before I started my business. And I had been in the field for about two and a half years before I got this job. And the first place that I worked at as a investigator was actually really fun. They had a great culture. Um, I was a contractor. So like the work was relatively simple, straightforward. I usually didn't even work a full eight hours. It was great. But I wasn't getting paid tons and tons of money in that first job. So I started with that little scarcity mindset of, oh, I need more money. The fact is I didn't need more money. I was sitting so pretty in that job. It was ridiculous. I had them wrapped around my finger. I at one point went to my manager and I was like, hey, can I just work 30 hours a week and still get benefits? And she was like, yeah, sure. (laughs) We just don't want you to quit. And I was like, okay, great. So then I was only working like three and a half days a week. And the rest of the time I could just teach yoga like I wanted to. It was so cool. But that weird scarcity tickle in the back of my head said, oh, I should be making more money. There was no reason for me to. I wasn't trying to save up for anything. I wasn't trying to... I just knew that there were other people in the field who made more than me. So it was like that that weird like envy, jealousy, like keeping up with the Joneses kind of kind of thing. So I got this new job. Okay. Same field. But this time I was at a bank. I wasn't a contractor anymore. I was actually working at a bank. Oh my goodness. Like the ultimate cubicle situation of like just everyone was grumpy and the coffee was terrible and (laughs) the chairs were uncomfortable and it was just nothing that I have ever been designed for. But I was making almost double what I had made in that contractor job. So even though my salary almost doubled, my happiness and life fulfillment absolutely plummeted. And then once the pandemic hit, people were doing really weird stuff with their money. So it was constantly getting flagged. It wasn't actually suspicious. It just looked like it was because people were scared. So my workload almost doubled and we were in the midst of a pandemic. So we weren't hiring anybody. We were on a hiring freeze in my department. It was such a mess. And I was so scared to move from that spot because it was a pandemic. And oh my God, what would I do without this job? This job that was like slowly killing me and giving me so much like mental stress and anguish. And that was probably the last time that I felt that feeling of scarcity on such a deep and profound level. But that's also where I'm really grateful that I ended up basically hitting a rock bottom in that space. I got to a point where I was so emotionally low, so overburdened by this job and so tired of feeling so stuck that I finally took the the leap where I quit and I started my business. In order to do that, I had to have such a huge shift in perception though because I use my entire life savings to invest in my first coaching program, my business coaching program. And yeah, it it really took a lot to shift from that, but I'm really glad I did it. 
So tell us about that then, like that fear of investment I can relate to. Um, when I was starting my business, we both invested in the same program. It was like a 10K program. And I was terrified to hand that money over, not knowing if I would fail, like really just going off my gut and the recommendation of somebody who saw the potential I had and like where this mentor could take it. And but yeah, I would say that was scarcity for me of like fear of investing because worst case scenario, I lose money and go back to where we were when Ollie was a baby and we had $20 to our name, living on food stamps, you know, getting formula from the state. That's like my worst case scenario that I'll go back to in moments when I invest. So take us to that moment. Like it sounds like this investment opened up a world of now you're a digital nomad and you couldn't even remember when I asked you, hey, what's like an example of scarcity, Nat? You're like, oh God, got to go that far (laughs) back. So what's going through your mind in that moment investing and what helped you overcome the scarcity, like move from that scarcity state to abundance? So I have two friends that I have to thank for that. Um, One is my friend Slava and the other is my friend Kiara. So Slava is an entrepreneur as well. And he was one of the very few entrepreneur friends that I had. He's a ballroom dance teacher and I was taking lessons from him at the time. But of course we would always like sit and talk for an hour or two after the lesson was over. And for weeks I would go into my dance lessons and be like, Slava, I don't know. I don't know if I should do this. Like I don't know. This is such a big leap of faith. Like I have to use my whole savings. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Like, I don't know what to do. And he was just like, you are going to figure this out. You are going to figure this out. It's who you are. And I don't remember the exact words that he said to me, but he really helped me get in touch with who I actually am. Because he was like, Nat, you are an entrepreneur. You're not a bank investigator. That isn't your identity. You are someone who figures stuff out. And that's exactly what you're going to do. And he's like, I did it. You can do it. The other friend that really helped me was my friend Kiara. And she, she really did the same thing where she said to me, Now, when have you ever truly failed at something? When have you ever completely fallen down and just never gotten back up? And I was like, well, never. She's like, yeah, exactly. Because you're not that type of person. So even if this doesn't work, it's still going to work because you're going to make it work. So between those two things, I remembered who I was And when I was able to really tap into my identity of I am an entrepreneur at heart and I'm somebody who doesn't give up until I actually succeed, making this investment was a no-brainer because of who I am as a person and what I was willing to pour into that coaching program. That's so huge because they didn't, they took the focus even off the money. Like money's an illusion anyway. That's like a whole nother topic for another time. But bringing it back to you and your character and how you're designed and the type of, you know, person that you are, I love that because that's in your control. Money's going to come and go, um, but you're resilient and you're a find a way, make a way kind of gal. So I love that. And that was what helped me too. When I made that first investment, I was like, 
I'm going to, at the time I was doing my other side hustle, I was like, I'll just have to work that more and, and make it work. All I know is this feels aligned and I continue to lean in and the step feels right. And so tell us on the other side of it now, what is, would you say the best example of abundance in your life currently? Like, cause there's many different kinds of abundance. What is your favorite? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, the first two that come into mind are my partner, first of all. Um, And what's really cool about my relationship with my partner right now is that I had to do so much inner work so that I could be healthy enough for a relationship like this. When I first started dating in my early 20s, those were some of the most unhealthy relationships that like, oh God, I don't even want to look back on that. It was bad. But because I've done so much work on myself and all of that inner healing, by the time Sam came into my life, I was ready to be in a relationship that was so healthy and fulfilling and so loving. So that right there feels like massive abundance to me because I was finally able to attract the person that could truly be the person that I just want to hang out with every single day and who makes me feel good about myself and who loves me for who I am and blah, 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 all the things. So that right there feels like abundance to me. The second thing is that I have a very full passport. So all those stamps, all of those memories that I made, um, all the adventures that I had. And what feels abundant about that is that I only got there because I was willing to get out of my comfort zone. So I was willing to take risks. I was willing to purchase plane tickets to countries that like I didn't know that much about. I was willing to show up in airports with a 1% battery and a debit card that didn't work and a phone charger that wasn't compatible with the outlets. Like <laughs> I was willing to have all those experiences. And in return, I have a head full of memories that I'm going to carry with me for the rest of my life. So those are my big ones. I love it so much now. And I love following your journey and seeing all the pictures. And that's what's on my heart the most next is traveling. It's been an excuse, I guess, that I've like allowed to limit me because my kids have been young. And so it's always like later when they're older, but this has been burning on my heart now. Like, okay, we need to book some trips. And so we've got some coming up this summer and, I would love my passport to be decorated and I would love to meet you in person. <laughs> Maybe one of these stamps. So before we end, I like to do a rapid fire game to end, but tell us about this program. And for the woman who's like, I want abundance like that. How do I tap into that? Tell us what this program is about and where people can find you. Yes. Thank you. So first of all, I'll say it twice. You can find me at the or you can find me at the Indigo Women Facebook group. Um, those are the best ways to reach me. I also have an Instagram at the Indigo Women. Um, so this program is called Awakened Indigo. And it's a six-week activation. So what we're going to do is we're going to, first of all, define your truth as a woman, as a person, as a human being who is actually a spiritual being having a human experience, right? So we're going to define your truth at the very, very core of who you are. 
Then we're going to meet the ego. Okay, so most people are aware that they have this little voice in their head that kind of like talks all day long. And even if you're not aware of it, you can always kind of just be quiet for 10 seconds and you're going to hear the voice chattering. Okay, that chatterbox that lives inside of our brain is our ego. And it's a really, really important part of the human experience because our ego determines our filters. So what we were talking about before, do you have an abundance filter? Do you have a gratitude filter? Do you have a shame filter? So really getting to know what that ego is all about so that you can figure out kind of what your starting point is. Then we're going to remember your higher self. So below all of the chatter and the filters and the past experiences and blah, 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 there is this part of you that remembers your true essence. And this is the core of your being. This is that little seed that knows everything that there is to know about you, that knows your purpose, that knows your all the things that light you up, that get you into creative flow. And you've probably met your higher self at certain parts of your life. Sometimes it's when, you know, you have like you watch the world's most beautiful sunset and everything melts away or you spend time with your lover and like it's just the most it aligned thing but a lot of people will kind of visit their higher self-consciousness know that they're having a moment where everything feels aligned and then they immediately lose it and have no idea how to get back to it so we're going to help you remember your higher self And then we're actually going to anchor the higher self within your body. So you will have access to that higher self-consciousness anytime through this anchor. It's really cool. It's a little bit of hypnosis, but it's like, it's so, it's basically like you have a button that you can press anytime that you want to go back into that flow state. Then finally, I know this is a fully loaded six weeks, so it's really an intensive, but that's how activations are. They're meant to give you so much bang for your buck, like just a massive power surge. Um, But what we'll do is we'll identify one of your limiting beliefs that is holding you back from living in that higher self energy all day, every day. And we're going to remove that limiting belief from your subconscious mind. So a little bit more hypnosis, a little bit more NLP, neuro-linguistic programming, if you're familiar with it. Um, Really, really juicy stuff. But these are the tools that I started implementing about a year and a half ago. And they just completely changed the the trajectory of my life. They changed my relationship with money my relationship with fear, my relationship with my parents, like every single little thing that has held me back um, can be rewritten. And that's really what this whole course is about. It's remembering who you really are and removing the blocks that prevent you from being that all day, every day. So again, if you want to find me, (laughs) thank you. So it's uh, theindigowomen.com the Indigo Women Facebook group or at the Indigo Women on Instagram. Nat, and I just want to speak to our listeners right now because I've been coached by Nat before. I actually went through her trauma-informed coaching course and she's an amazing coach, an amazing mentor, an empath at heart. And so if you want somebody that genuinely cares about you and is just an outstanding human being and a woman of her word and deep, deep integrity, 
uh, and you're leaning in to what she's all about, please go follow her, check her out. She's a really good friend of mine, an amazing mentor and coach at what she does. So Nat, you ready for the rapid fire game? I am. And thank you so much for that little shout out. That was very sweet. (laughs) You're so welcome. All right, friend, what's your current outfit? I can only see from your neck up. (laughs) I'm wearing this like pink flannel. And? And a pair of bootleg jeans now that I know skinny jeans are out of style. (laughs) Jeans. What are those? I'm like always in yoga pants. Okay. (laughs) What is your most epic memory? Um, Iguazu Falls in Argentina. It's this. No, 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 no. But have you been in Niagara Falls before? Yeah. Okay. Picture that like times 85. Oh my God. It's the second biggest waterfalls in the world next to Victoria Falls in Africa. And it's right on the border of Brazil and Argentina. So you can see it from the Brazilian side, which is really panoramic. But you can also see it from the Argentinian side, which is where you literally stand in the most powerful. They're called caratas in uh, Spanish, but it's like the the the. It's not a waterfall. It's a freaking carata. Like it's just gigantic, insane amounts of water, and uh, it's one of the most cleansing, spiritual, empowering, healing experiences. So if you can go, go. It, oh it was God. so cool. Yeah, we all need to get travel advice from you. That is one thing. You've traveled the world, so you know all the best spots. All right, what is your favorite thing about your German lover? Oh, my God. <laughs> I really almost said his body, but that's not it. It's just was the first one that came to mind. <laughs> <laughs> that's your answer. Don't think too much. Body, okay. body, she said. <laughs> you can tell him that. All right. uh, Kids or animals? I already know the answer to this one. Oh, animals. (laughs) Would I have totally shocked you if I said kids? It would have. You're like never jealous when I'm like, just here with the kids, Nat. Sorry, they're screaming. You're like, oh my God. Um, Massage (laughs) or manicure? Massage. Proudest moment in your business? My first $13,000 month. Mm, That's awesome. It's a big deal. Yes, that's huge. That's huge. And then the last question I ask everyone is, what has been your greatest breakthrough in your life and the key to that breakthrough? The greatest breakthrough in my life, and I I feel a little weird saying this, so please, like, a little bit of a trigger warning, but the biggest breakthrough in my life was becoming grateful for my trauma. Mm. It changed everything when I realized that life is for me it's not happening to me it's happening for me I love that and that makes me want to start a new episode with how to be grateful for your trauma so we'll have to talk again <laughs> Nat this is oh so I'll fun. absolutely come back <laughs> I've loved seeing you we haven't seen each other live in a while thank you for yeah, just coming on. I love you so much. And I hope that we get to continue the conversation soon. I love you too. Thank you. Ah, I'm honored you found today's episode worth your listen and time to hang out with me today. 
You know, for some of us, this podcast is just the thing you need to support you towards your breakthrough. But for others, we know we need a deeper level of support and guidance. So if you're a highly ambitious woman who's ready to repair deep, unshakable connection in your marriage, I'd love to tell you about my client coaching program called Root to Rise. This is the life-changing transformational container that will teach you exactly how to launch your marriage to the next level by moving trauma out of your body and stepping back into your power. Even if you've already tried everything, even if you're caught on the fence of should I stay or should I go, and even if your husband's not on board today. So look for my link in the show notes to book a call with me and we'll just talk about what's working, what's not, where you want to go. And very easily, I'll be able to tell you if and how I can help you. And if not me, I can still point you in the direction of some resources that can. So either way, tons of clarity. We'll have some fun getting to know each other while we're at it. And that's it for today. Huge hugs, my friend. I'll chat with you next Friday. Today's partner sponsors the Feminine Frequency Podcast, which is hosted by Amy Natalie, a women's empowerment coach and embodiment guide. I followed this podcast for years before I even began my own business and ended up becoming friends with Amy, who now regularly pours into my clients, my community, and she's been on the podcast here herself. She's personally helped me heal money wounds, deepen my relationship with my own feminine rhythms of living communicate way more authentically in my marriage, and just be the kind of leader who feels freely empowered to show up authentic. So if you love my podcast, you'll love The Feminine Frequency. Amy's show is designed for ambitious women who are ready to activate their confidence, awaken their pleasure, and align with their purpose. You'll learn how to manifest love, attract abundance, and courageously follow your intuition to create a life that lights your soul on fire. With over 320 episodes to choose from, you will find the perfect topic to support you on your journey of connecting with your feminine energy in your relationships, your career, and your everyday lifestyle. You can find the feminine frequency on Apple, Spotify, or the podcast app.